powered by Riverside. Hello, and welcome into the Sad Fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made us sad. Uh, I've got to be honest, without you and Wes, I'm a little sad that my uh, solo performance is our lowest viewed video on the network. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, that would, uh, what is it, like a uh, family guy? When Peter Griffin crashes his car into, like, his fancy car into the wall, he goes, ouch, my pride. <laughs> So. Oh, it's okay, but you're like the glue that holds us together. So I mean, like, you know, I appreciate okay. it. I appreciate it, and and we're taking on more here soon. Um, I know that uh, you being a member of this network, you're going to be interested in this, even though you don't have any time with all everything that goes on with your house and your professional life. But uh, we're going to have a movie review show here coming out soon. Uh, yes, now that Josh is done with his uh, botany career. <laughs> he's uh, he's going to be able to help me edit and hopefully promote some of this stuff uh, and take Very some of the cool. pressure off. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you and I tried to record a couple of days ago and you saw how, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how hard it could be. It's like madness. Um, Especially since you're globe trotting right now and, you know, stuck on remote islands with <laughs> internet. You know, I can imagine it's a little hard. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that internet was so bad. I was so happy that I even got there. Uh, I was I was able to post the Gorp episode from uh, for this okay. week somehow, but I could not get their Spotify up until I got home. The the uh, yeah the production angle that we used to put the Spotify up and everything it just would not load even on the uh, oh. uh, military internet. So crazy. We do what we can. We. Uh, <laughs> We, we shot a video, well, I shot a video from Secret Beach in Crete that I sent out to uh, Facebook, at least. I was trying to, it, I couldn't even tweet it. I couldn't even tweet it. I was trying. I was trying to get everybody to hey. to get on, go go viral with my shirt off or something. Whatever helps. <laughs> Whatever gets ratings. Like, I, I, I think on an episode of Gorb, I said, look, guys, I'm going to start selling my feet. Or maybe Josh will. I don't know. Whatever it takes I'm, to get people in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll see what we'll see what the offers, what the bids are. I mean, you know. <laughs> we're, we're a backwards company. We objectify our men, and we <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll um, just promote. <laughs> yes. What am I going to do? Fire myself? So <laughs> for 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 making me take my own shirt off? I don't know. <laughs> but whatever it takes. Um, I think we should start in the usual place. So, what made you sad this week? As backwards as it is, I hate, hate that the Astros won the World Series. Honestly, I'm in Houston right now, and it has made this town horrible, worse than it already <laughs> was. And, like, the only, like, the, this town is insane. The only thing that this town has is sports. There's no food. There's no real nightlife that isn't just sketch as fuck as yeah. hell. And honestly like people just don't care about like have never cared about covid so i mean you know just you know germs i don't know but <laughs> but what we like this this town has lost its marbles like yeah. on monday plenty of school districts were closed but for the ones in the outlying suburbs that kind of ring houston of which there are many some didn't close and there were multiple instances of bomb threats of kids 
like tweeting to their school districts on a public sphere saying that they were after going they to won the their, championship yeah after they won the championship that they were going to bring their ar-15s and shoot up the school because they were not taking the day off so that the kids could go to the parade downtown um i mean over a million people were at the parade which is pretty insane to me anyways that there were that many people out there and that many people couldn't even bother to go the next day to vote but that is a whole different conversation yeah. um we don't have a show for that these, yet we don't have a show for that, unfortunately. <laughs> this town is just terrifying. Like, yeah. in the ways that they like they feel entitled to having a day off from work, from school, from whatever it is. And I can understand in the core downtown area, yes, you're going to have a lot of traffic. It's going to be very difficult for people to traverse in and out of the area. So, yes, it makes sense for some closures to happen there. But um, the other thing that made me very about that though was the person who tried to throw a beer at Ted Cruz and I <laughs> love this person because more details have come out first of all his defense is that he was trying to throw the senator the good senator of you know the beautiful state of Texas a beer so he could catch it and chug it that is his defense and the best part is he actually sent a text to his friend the day before and said I would love to be able to throw a beer to a player, have them catch it and chug it, but I don't think it's going to happen in my dreams, LOL. <laughs> so this guy is probably actually going to get totally off the hook, even though he's being held for $40,000 on bail, which is more than um, a lot of murderers have um, yeah. in this county, as well as felony with a deadly weapon. Um, Didn't Rudy Giuliani weapon. also try to sue somebody for patting him on the back to get him to move out of the he, way because he was, like, doing his job? <laughs> like, did exactly. that happen? So, <laughs> very, very similar vibes here. It's big, tough, um, red guys. Yeah, you know, so I have a feeling... Throw him a beer, you might end up yeah. in jail. <laughs> so, I have a feeling this guy is going to get let off, but if not, I, I'm going to go find his GoFundMe and give him $10. I don't care. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I think that's um, ridiculous. I mean, you should be able to throw a beer to somebody to let your whole state freeze while he was in Mexico, right? That should be allowed. Beer at him or to him? To I mean, him, I mean, like, you should be able to offer a beer, like, hey, thanks for letting our whole state freeze. Here you, go. you guys made a great play. And then you increased our uh, energy rates by 250%. And the only reason I, exactly. I you know, I'm not knocking it because I had to pay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not uh, falsely saying this. I was on no. the Texas grid where I lived in New Mexico and the bill was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Our, and you live in Texas. Our, our bill was insane. Um, I actually, I probably haven't told you this before, but it got so bad here and our water was frozen that we actually had to, um, boil our pool water and drink it. Oh no. Yep. Not That's just awful. like use it to like flush toilets or anything like that. We actually had to boil it. We tried to like distill it and stuff. We weren't very successful in that. And then when we did get the water back on, it was just mud running through our yeah. for weeks. We had to completely repipe our house. So I was gonna say probably due to burst yeah. piping and all that stuff. We didn't have any burst pipes luckily, but our basically it froze like all of the sediment inside and gotcha. just destroyed everything. So gave you flint water. Lucky Yeah. I mean I'm pretty sure my iron levels are just fab ever since that incident. <laughs> 
That I mean, oh my god, all these little people that think they're getting microchips from getting a vaccination. I would love to have them get that iron shot that tests your iron level. Uh, yeah. the, the, the that and the tetanus. No, yeah, it's the iron one. It's the iron one because it lumps up your your forearm to test your iron level, and then they drop the blood in the water to see if it sinks to the bottom. Ooh. Yeah, I so have not had that I, test. I, I, I'm fairly certain it's the iron. I'm fairly certain. I might be wrong. It might be one of the many <laughs> vaccinations I had to get in the airports. But it's, I, I'm like 90% sure it's iron. Yeah, they shoot something into your forearm, and it makes it lump up, like it lumps up. And I was like, even me, I was like, and I joke, and I was like, did the Air Force just put a microchip? Because <laughs> it, it, your arm, like, literally, like, lumps up a little bit. That and then they so do the weird. little. And that sounds like a recipe for having a stroke, honestly. <laughs> no, but I, I would, hopefully it doesn't travel to my heart. You know, what is it? Well, I'm not going to give away my age. You don't get to know my age, fans. But, uh, but yeah. Years later, all of a sudden, oh, there goes that iron yeah. bubble. There, there it goes, <laughs> right into his heart. Uh, but yeah, that one that one was weird. I remember that one being weird. And then fast forward to the times now where everybody's paranoid because they're all in their own little echo chambers about what's going to happen and what's going on. And they, they don't know how to read like a, a adverse opinion to the one they're, they're like hooked on. They don't understand that all of media is just about getting you to read. So they're only going to send you stuff you're already reading. So wh why give you new information? You're reading the old information or the fake information. Sorry, I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm with you. It was sad to see the Astros get validated. Um, I, yep. was, I was like, damn, man, that really sucks. Because if they lost, we always had that. You cheated. You got what you earned. You never actually won the championship. I was listening to um, a competing service. Uh, with our own, and it, it's we're not their competition. Uh, I wish we were. <laughs> someday. <laughs> yeah, someday, someday. But um, so he goes, no, they probably still cheated. He's like, remember last time? It took years. I still think they're cheaters. He's like, we found out like yeah. three years later. <laughs> the, so the funniest thing to me was like, I so I just never paid attention to Houston. I was like, they cheated, whatever. But so I went down this rabbit hole during the World Series because I was like, yeah. what actually happened? And the funniest thing that came out of this like mini, like, you know, rabbit hole research that I found was that Altuve was too stupid to cheat. Like he, <laughs> like he would hear the signals and would get so distracted and it would, like just confused. And he actually just couldn't hit while hearing the, the, audio cues of telling him what the what the you know pitch was going to be and so he just he's too stupid to cheat and i think that is so sad and so wholesome at the same time just like too down too down to follow this very easy system for you he definitely got it the worst too he definitely got it because remember the whole uniform yeah. uh uniform gate where they ripped off the uniform and it was like did they do that because he hit the home run or because he had a wire underneath and all this stuff yeah. like it was always Altuve at the center of all this. so it's funny that you say that I will say the one person in all of this that I'm happy for was Dusty Baker I I did have that soft spot for Dusty Baker for being around so many years and and being so close so many years I think he was on deck for Hank Aaron's like uh record-setting home run too so he's been around the game forever and he had the Cubs with with the whole uh, he was the, he was the manager of the Cubs with the whole uh, catch and hell thing, uh, old dude that caught the ball over Moises Alou. What's his yeah, name? Steve. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Steve. Uh, oh, gosh. oh gosh, I can't think of his name. Uh, but yeah, anyway, look it up. It's called Catching Hell. There's a documentary about it. 
But uh, I think his name's Steve. But he reaches out over Moise Alou. That was Dusty Baker's amazing team that everybody thought was going to win the World Series. I remember um, seeing it live. But yes, me too. Me too. But I don't remember his name. That's the kind of trivia that's just like filters out of my head so quickly. But um, I mean, Bart- yeah, Steve Bartman. Steve Bartman is his name. <laughs> I can tell that you didn't actually go and look that up. You actually pulled that out of your out of your little filing cabinet in your head, and that was terrifying. I am never telling you anything ever again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll check. We'll check. We'll see. We'll we'll do a quality control check after the show. We'll see if I was right. But I'm okay. pretty pretty positive with Steve Bartman. But yeah, so so with Dusty Baker, when he had all those years with the Giants, never won, and then Bruce Bochy comes in and wins three, right? So. It, he was always the bridesmaid, never the bride, and he finally got one. And it's like, okay, I'll be happy for Dusty Baker, but that's it. That's the only thing I'm going to allow. I'm not going to allow all you Astros fans on your high horse, like, call us cheaters now. What now? And I'm like, all of you just became Astros fans five years ago, first of all. Like, so so go away. <laughs> like, you, you never existed. I'm sorry. If you want to talk about a, te- a hard luck team that's had fans, Oakland A's. I've been an Oakland A's fan forever. Yep. And they're everywhere in the Bay Area, and they rep proudly. It's not – I've been to Houston, and I didn't see any Houston Astros things. Barely saw any no. Houston Texans things. So no wonder the Oilers moved. So take that. But Yeah, there's there. <laughs> that's what's so funny to me is there is no, like, Rockets pride. There's no Texans yeah. pride. There's no Astros pride. The only time you see all of a sudden, like, these things come up is, like, playoffs. Yeah. As soon as it's playoff season, everyone busts out their gear, and you're like, wait – but, like, you go to Portland, it is Rip City yeah. all day, every day. Yep. Like, there are bars. Like, there are – everyone has stuff on their car. Like, if you're down in Eugene, like, you know, there's no proteins there. So, everyone has <laughs> Oregon stuff in place all over their car. That it's, whole state you know, is run you, by Oregon except for Beaverton or Corvallis, you, pardon me. Yeah, Corvallis. Yeah. But the whole – like, everybody up there. And, I mean, you go up into Seattle, how many people still have, like – Sonic stuff. Oh my gosh! Like well, everyone's like bring our Sonics back. You know, like there's still. Well, your brother, our co-host, like almost refuses to talk about basketball until the Sonics are back. Like he he hates talking about basketball until the Sonics are back in Seattle. Uh, like he can't stand it, and he can't stand that my team's actually good. I'm like, dude, all of my other team sucks. Like, and, and the Warriors aren't even playing great this year. So like, let yeah. me have this. They're like four and seven right now. Like, let me have, like, the championships. Okay, you had the Seahawks, and you know football's our number one game in America. And you had the Seahawks, like, it's not my fault you had Russell Wilson, who was a prima donna. The team was great for so long. So this is hilarious to me because my brother and I lived together in Seattle for a while. I lived in Uh Seattle for quite a few years. And, um, yeah, I had season tickets while living in Seattle for the – Portland Trailblazers and would drive down all the time for games. Uh, yeah. The Trailblazers era. So it was. The Trailblazers. Actually, well, that's I the actually, Brian Grant team, right? The Brian Grant team? I, yeah, I believe so. It was bad. <laughs> so it was so bad, actually, that when when we went to renew our season tickets, uh, we got put in the, like, the lottery and got fourth row. Uh-huh. <laughs> for like the same price as like bleachers. <laughs> It was great. Um, definitely a lot of fun. There were times where I was cheering for, like, you know, like the Pacers because they were good back then. And I have a soft spot in my heart for Reggie Miller. But Reggie Miller was a fan favorite. 
I'm just going to talk crap about my brother for a second. My brother's never been a basketball fan ever. I think he's just a Seattle homer. Yeah, maybe. For whatever reason, like he's just like glommed on to Seattle as being his, you know, adopted home. And like, given that there's so few pro sports in Oregon, you know, he's really just been like, I'm, I'm all Seattle, everything all day. So I think it's my fault. He's a Kraken fan. Because I decided to be a Kraken fan, and I, he and I went to a bunch of games in the inaugural season. Well, this is the inaugural season. But no, you no, mean no, like no, the, no. The, the pre... No, we the Seattle inaugural season was last year. No, That was their not. first season. Yes, it was. I went to all the games. This is their second season in the NHL. Am I going crazy? Yeah. <laughs> this is their second season. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's wow. year two. Okay. Yeah, this is how much I care about hockey, folks. Okay. No problem. No problem. I was like, oh, I was definitely there. I have a sweatshirt in my closet from the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. I, I, uh, well, I think my wife actually stole the sweatshirt. It's probably in one of her boxes oh, yeah. somewhere. Oh, well, because she was like, oh, yeah, it's big. It's, <laughs> it's communal property at that point. But yeah, exactly. I, I mean, how can you not love, you know, the new team that comes here? To your town when there hasn't been, you know, professional mm-hmm. hockey in Seattle ever? Was there? I don't a... think so. I don't yeah, think so. I mean, you had to go. Vancouver is the Vancouver, closest you've had. Yeah, to mm-hmm. go see the Canucks play, which I actually have. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely not the same as like you know being able to, you know, take the take the bus or whatever down to the monorail. Actually, the... <laughs> please, please, you take the train in, and now you take the train into like the Nordstrom station or whatever. And then yeah. you I did it so many times. That's how I know is you take the the tr- the, the train in or the the whatever you guys your uh, what's the city rail? light rail the light rail take the light rail in yeah up to like North something station and you get off at North Station where it's like Nordstrom and that mall is then you take yeah. the stairs up to uh, the monorail and you hop on the monorail it takes you right to the stadium. Wow, I think I rode the monorail in like. My like sophomore year of high school, like one time, and that was the only time ever. I've been on I didn't know people, that. I didn't know people actually took that because if I was going to take something, it was usually the South Lake Union trolley because it's right in that area. Uh huh. But I never had any reason to go on the little very short. The Kraken weren't there yet. The Kraken weren't there yet. That's true. But, that is but true. also, you have the uh, 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 Seattle Storm, who's a good team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we talked about Sue Bird a couple shows ago. So, mm-hmm. so there's, you know, Seattle's one of the best sports towns around. Um, but yes, you're right. It's definitely a fun one. Yeah. But... Most most places on the West Coast will trump, except for Los Angeles. Los Angeles is not a great sports town. But no. um, they're, they're they like, have a lot of teams, not a lot of like actual dedicated fans. They have people that go to games to be seen. And it's it. almost like one of those things though. There's so many other things to do in cities like Los Angeles yeah. and, and like even, I guess Seattle does too, but it's also rainy in Seattle. I think that's what gets all the fans into the stadium is like, yeah, you can stand out in the rain or you can buy tickets to the game and you can go to the game and go do something. Cause Seattle is a great city. So is Portland, but it's rainy, it's wet. So you go see yeah. your pro team, you go into the stadium, get out of the rain. Usually I, the Seahawks, the Seahawks though. Yeah. It does get a little wet there. <laughs> I, I told you football's our number one game. Things we do for football is a little ridiculous. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I would say what made me sad this week was uh Seth Blatter still being relevant for some reason, even though he stepped down from FIFA oh, almost five years ago now. 
and um, probably more. He came out and said that he thinks that the Qatar, he regrets the Qatar World Cup and that it's a terrible idea because the country's too small. And that it's the, and because of this is why they put in the reformed rules for 2012 going. And I'm like, no, that's not what happened. You're lying, son of a bitch. What happened was you got your money, you got the bag. Now the now the World Cup's going. No matter what we do, that we can't yeah. go back. It's there this year in the middle of the winter, in the middle of the actual European football season, and it's your fault. And you have the nerve to come out and be like, "Oh, I regret this." No, you don't. You got paid. You got Qatar paid you mad money for this. Yeah, I mean, it happened under his watch. Like that is just ridiculous to even go ahead and blame like the, you know, the new FIFA board. <laughs> Uh, you know, for his mistakes. And that is absolutely ridiculous. If he had any concerns about it, it should have been voiced then. But I mean, as we know, FIFA as an organization, top to bottom is corrupt as hell. Yeah. Like it is just the money. And it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens because I know that, you know, a lot of Americans, a lot of like the Western world is very concerned with- Well, Australia already protested. Right. So- Yeah. But the the fact is, is like this, I mean, the TV rating showed like 1.4 billion, one point mm-hmm. is like maybe even a little bit more, you know, as we just crossed 8 billion in the, in the world the other day. I mean, are we going to yeah. see the, the same kind of viewership, even if people in the United States, in Australia, in, you know, Europe decide not to go ahead and tune in? And just, you know, catch like internet updates and things like that. Is there still going to be that consensus worldwide that yeah. this is wrong? That, you know, the actions of FIFA are wrong. And I I unfortunately don't think that there will be as much financial repercussion as there really should be. Well, the sponsors are going to be there. The, yeah, the yeah. sponsors are going to be there no matter what. The sponsors are already there. They're already signed up. The, 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 it's it's not going to impact this World Cup. The sad thing is it would impact future World Cups, but I don't think it will because the next one's in America. And, you know, we're the and king Canada of- and Mexico. Yeah, yeah, pardon me. All of North America. Did I say, did I say North America? You, you just said America. My bad, my bad. <laughs> North America. <laughs> the continent. I, my apologies. Yeah, yeah. All over. And I'm going. And I'm going. And there's no yeah. one's going to stop me. Not even my bank account. No. I will max out my credit card. I do not care. <laughs> like, I will never, probably in my lifetime, I will never again see a World Cup that's in the, in America or three different countries. Uh, like it will be. Uh, so, so yeah, but he, he, he went on to say that the rules of 2012, like implemented that uh, no, no longer, they won't give the world cup to anyone that has human rights violations or might cause refugees to build the state. And he, it's just a long drawn out stadium that's full of shit. And I'm like, dude, you're just trying to look good at this. Like hindsight's 2020. So I really hope people like hit him in the face with that. Like, yeah, I bet, I bet now, I bet when it's popular to come out, when everybody else is like, wow, this is pretty gross, that, that you're like, oh, yeah, me too. No, you're the one that gave yeah. it to You don't get to raise your hand and say me too. Like, you well, gave the, them the World Cup. The most ridiculous thing is that even at the time, when they were on the short list, people were saying, like, what? Yeah. What is this? Because, you know, the sudden overnight ex- like explosive growth of Doha – of like Bahrain, of the Emirates, showed that in that area, in that region, there is a willful blindness to the 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 way that business is conducted and the use of um, slave labor. 
and you know mm-hmm. just very inhumane practices around that there is a definite pattern throughout the area and people were saying it at the time i remember there was definitely a big uproar at the fact that they were even on the list to be considered yep. not to mention things like just the climate like how was that going to work out because yeah. ew, it's hot even in the, you know november it's still going to be pretty darn warm um, yeah. and humid humid off of the like off the Persian um, Gulf, Persian Gulf, Jeez, please. But you know, it's they got just, a lot of coastline. <laughs> yeah, but they just rammed right this right through, and mm-hmm. you know, it, also it's this big. Involved. The it is country's very tiny. this big. It is very tiny. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it, I think only Oman is smaller than than Qatar. Yeah, probably Jor- Jordan's probably smaller than Qatar. No, you don't think so? I don't think. Okay, well, apparently, apparently, us on the Bahrain is little... Bahrain is definitely smaller than Qatar in that region because Bahrain's the island nation, so it's got a bunch of islands. But I think Jordan might be smaller than Qatar too, or am I thinking of Georgia? Not the state. Before all you Atlanteans jump into my mention, there's a country, Georgia. Oh, you know what? You know why I thought it was Oman. Why? This is the dumbest reason. Because, okay, so Oman, there's like, so there's the Emirates, and then there's this little tiny tip where Muscat is uh-huh. that is separate from the rest of the country of Oman. Okay, gotcha, and, gotcha. But it's, and so there's like Oman, Air, like the Emirate, Emirati coastline, and then the rest of. Kind of like you've got the mainland Michigan, and then you've got all the Great Lakes, and then you've got that you upper were... part of Michigan. Qatar is Qatar is tiny. Yeah, it's it's oh a gosh. very very little country, and it's very very hot, as you said, and very very humid. And I, yes. I just I'm sad that he has a platform still to say these crazy <laughs> lunatic things. I'm sad that someone like him made it as far as he did, and I'm sad that that whole organization is corrupt because it is the world's favorite game. Sorry, Americans. Yeah. I've already stated football's our favorite game in North in. in United States of America. Let me States, be careful. Yeah. I'm going to keep messing this up. But but the world's and game it, is FIFA. Go, what's American that? American football is gaining popularity in Japan. Like that, it just will never cease to crack me up that Japan. They have a whole football league here in England, too. It's it's And it's not like an NFL league. It's not like NFL Europe. They have a whole football league here, apparently. And they have the same system as they have with like European soccer or European football, where they have like relegation leagues. They have different leagues that you can move up, apparently. And oh I was like, gosh. I was having it explained to me by this kid at the bar that plays. And then he went, he's like, but you're American, mate. Why don't you come out and play? And I was like, dude, I'm old. No, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was like, I don't, and I don't want to, I, I still have that, like, uh, machismo about me. I can't shut it off. So I was like, oh, I, you know, I, I travel for work all the time. I'm never going to be able to make it to, like, a practice or a game. But in my head, I'm like, nah, bro, I'm not waking up sore anymore. Like, I'm not, I'm not hitting people anymore. Like, you, you, you young cats, this is a game for you guys. You guys go out and do it. So speaking of, though, American football, we got our we're, our second week of playoff rankings, right? And you and I are both wondering the same thing. Like, why does Alabama, after they got beaten by LSU, granted on a two-point conversion, right? But after they get beat by LSU, why do they keep getting – they're a two-loss team, and so is LSU, and both are in the top ten. Yeah, LSU over – you know, right now we're watching this before anything has happened, but like over an old mess over USC who both only have over Clemson, even 
you know, who all have just one loss. It's really, I don't know. You can see where voters just have a boner for the SEC. Like, and it sucks. We were also talking about like, what's the Pac-12's path into the college football, you know, playoffs. And it has to go through USC or Oregon. And Mm -hmm. the fact that. So if USC loses to UCLA. I don't think even if Oregon wins out and beats UCLA in the championship, they're going to, because of how bad Oregon beat UCLA in the first place. So even if it's a good game, plus you got TCU, right? The math just is starting to not really line up. And, you know, it's the same as it has always been. You know, you we were talking about earlier this season about how, you know, maybe there's parity this year. No, there just, there just isn't. I don't think we're going to see it. I don't think we're going to see it in these mega leagues. I don't think we're going to see it even with the expanded playoff system. I think that you still have to run through not just like the SEC schools, but like these traditional stalwart universities. So are you thinking there's going to be two SEC schools in then? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking two big 10 teams. I was thinking, like, if Michigan, Michigan or Ohio State. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. But I don't understand. Like, so, so, like, we're talking about SEC having like all this love, you know, from uh, the playoff committee, which they don't. I don't know. Who knows what the fuck they do? It's closed or me. Like, we don't know. But yeah. Ohio State's the same way because last week Ohio State only beat Northwestern, who's only get. By the way, they're the winningest team in Ireland because they've never won a game in the United States this year. Their one win was in Ireland over Nebraska, and and Ohio State only beat them twenty-one to seven. Well, not to mention, but I actually, I think I actually messaged you in the middle of that game because it was it was well into the third quarter before they scored again, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, are they going to whiff this one? Because if they do, that's hilarious. Yes. Um, but it was such it was such a low quality win, if you will. Um. I don't know. I don't know if it was just a, a bad week for them, if they're going to get it together and look better. But in terms of like, I don't know, the old, to use old fogey terminology here, strength of schedule, <laughs> that was a low quality win that shouldn't give them yeah. any points over to be over Michigan. It makes no sense. It makes no sense know, because Michigan's I mean, wins were more dominant and they were against top 10 teams over the last three weeks up until this week, they played Rutgers. But they beat right. Rutgers like they should, fifty-two to seventeen, not twenty-one exactly. to seven. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, I don't know what to do with TCU because I don't, I don't believe them. I hate them. I think that <laughs> they're going to get smashed somewhere. Like those horny frogs just need to go. <laughs> I think they got to make it a break it game, right? Because they play Texas this week, right. I believe. Yep, they do. And they play Texas with Quinn Ewers. And I think all of us, myself, you and Wes, all agreed that if Quinn Ewers hadn't gotten hurt in that Alabama game, they would have crushed yeah. Alabama. Yeah, we'll see how recovered he actually is from his injuries. Ribs no, are tough. But Ribs are yeah. so tough. Yeah, he's been playing well. I mean, yeah, but it, it, all it takes is one of those weird misplaced hits. You know, he doesn't even have to be fully stacked in order for something to happen there. So, I mean... You know, whenever someone comes back from injuries, basically anything as a quarterback, you kind of have to just hold your breath just a little bit for a couple weeks after they come back. And I mean, he hasn't been back that long. I don't know. That'll be an interesting game to watch. That's definitely on my radar for sure this weekend. We got to keep watching the pack too, because USC, 
USC drops a stupid one every year, just like Oregon does. But Oregon's loss this year is actually against a great team, right? So we can't hold that okay. against them. Um, I need somebody to prove me right about Bo Nix. He almost Bo Nixed. He, he had did. a good game in the end. But this week against Colorado, he got very close to Bo Nixing. All right? he I think he had, like, two interceptions, I want to say, against Colorado. Yeah, he did. And, yeah. <laughs> and then he did. they and won 40 to 10. But, but I was like, he, oh, he's going to Bo Nix. Here he goes. Yeah. It was oddly stressful for the first, for the definitely through the first quarter. It was like, what is happening here? I, you know, we're, we're playing a one seven team, like yeah. You know, everyone we're playing, yeah, we're playing them at home. But I mean, is it really a home game with like thirty percent of Denver's organ transplants? I mean, come on. I, like, you heard, you could hear more cheering for Oregon when Colorado like was messing up than you did yeah. like hearing cheering for Colorado. So I mean, it really does say something. Colorado's um, also not been relevant in since Cordell Stewart. Is that fair? Is that a fair thing to say since Cordell Stewart? <laughs> absolutely, it's been it's been a long time, and it's yeah. it's really. It's really sad, but I think so. I, I've always heard from my friends that were much better athletes than me that Boulder is like one of the best visits you can take if you go on like a college visit. That Boulder is yeah, amazing. It's absolutely stunning. It mm-hmm. is definitely takes an adjustment. Uh, that altitude <laughs> is no joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as someone who has drank at an Oregon Colorado game in Colorado and not really able to tell the tale of it, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean. Colorado and Colorado State are beautiful schools, like out in yeah. the mountains, and I wish they had more going for them in terms of like their actual you know, talent football teams. Yeah, well, they got the I think of the Buffalo, which is the, one of the coolest entries into any college football game that exists. That and the Seminole, right? Like you got, but those four guys trying to run with that Buffalo, and that Buffalo is just so happy to be free. Like <laughs> I, I, I'm just afraid one day that Buffalo is going to be like sense freedom. Like, if I could just take these four down, I'm out. I Like, no one's going to – who's going to stop me? <laughs> I – on that same vein, I am still worried about Bevo. Yeah. With those horns. Like, just deciding to go on a little rampage, like, while he's doing his, like, Bevo Boulevard walk or whatever it's called. Did you ever see Bevo versus Ugga? No. Bevo went at Ugga once. Like, like in a Georgia-Texas game. Like, the actual cow. Yes, went at Ugga. Ugga jumped out of the way. Oh, my God. You gotta you gotta look it up after the show. You gotta you gotta look it up. And I think exactly. it's called like Bebo versus Ugga, and Ugga like moves out of the way like just in time because Bebo was coming. Yeah, Bebo is a big boy. Yeah. Big boy, big horns. Um, and the, the, it gets bigger every year. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. I saw pictures of baby baby Bebo, and I was like, oh, it's kind of cute. He's got like little horns, and now it's just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he eats the whole game. He's eating that hay the whole game. Yep. <laughs> uh, with Ohio State, uh, obviously their quarterback is getting a ton of hype to be a, a top trip, a top pick this year, the number one pick. And yeah. you guys have heard my rant on this, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep reminding everyone, all R.I.P. Dwayne Haskins. This is no disrespect; he just wasn't great in the pros. I I don't mean disrespect. I'm just stating a fact, and I apologize. I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. It's just the truth. But you go all the way back to. Um, any Ohio State quarterback, right? Troy Brown, bad. Um, Williams, bad. Braxton Miller, bad. Uh, uh, who's before C- JT Barrett, bad. Now we're on uh, Justin Fields, who had a great game this weekend, but not throwing the goddamn ball. I'm so sick of this shit. 
it's like, oh, yeah, he broke a running back, right? Or the, the most yards by a quarterback rushing ever. Good. That must be his job now, right? Like, no. Like, stop it. Like, he's yeah, not Lamar Jackson. Yeah, because Lamar Jackson can actually throw. So, I, I, I have – and also, let's – Ohio State, even if he is good, he started his career at Georgia. But – and he couldn't beat out Stetson Bennett. Or uh, not Stetson Bennett. Who's who's the backup quarterback? Jake Fromm. He couldn't beat out Jake Fromm oh, for the starting job in in Georgia, so he had to transfer to Ohio State. I'm I'm not on the CJ Stroud hype train. I haven't seen a whole lot from him that makes me go like, oh, he's going to be great. Uh, Bryce Young, I get because I have seen Bryce Young do some great things, right? Yeah. And I've seen seen CJ Stroud make great throws, but I've seen Bryce Young do great things. Um, same same with Hendon Hooker at Tennessee. He's more of a big mm-hmm. arm. He scares me. He reminds me way too much of Jamarcus Russell, and he's old. Like, those are the two things that scare me. Uh, and then you've got uh, the guy I told you about, Hartman, who I think is just going to keep dropping in the draft because Wake Forest sucks. Uh, is there anyone you're kind of keeping your eye on other than Bo Nix over in Oregon? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. A, I, I, I'm sorry. I just I, – I'm glad that he's doing great things for Oregon, but I am not yeah. – you know, I just I can't get with him. I'm sorry. I don't know what the deal is. It's might have read too many profiles about his personal life, but yeah, I'm just kind of like they just talk about him being such a leader and all these amazing things. And I'm like, a team is not one person; it is the people around you. And yeah. Yes, you need to be able to pull off amazing plays, but you know, we also need to give a lot of love over to like Bucky Irving and like some of the other people on this team that are just week after week consistent in and out making great plays. The and offensive like, line like, is great in Oregon. The offensive yeah. line is great again in Oregon. I don't know what they're doing, where they're getting these corn fed boys, but Oregon's offensive line, like, last, yeah, the last two or three years has just been great. But I mean, you know, there's there's really not that many guys this season, actually. You know, just in terms of, like, overall NFL prospects. Like, there's mm-hmm. no one – I mean, there's, like, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud that you're hearing over and over again because, of course, mm-hmm. star back, a quarterback. But in terms of, like, who, like what the actual pickups are going to be, I'm not really sure just because yeah. – there hasn't, I don't think there's been a lot of focus on that. Whereas like in previous years, like, you know, you've been hearing about, you know, all the different guys at different positions. Maybe that'll kind of come into focus a little bit more as we get through towards the end of the season. But mm-hmm. for now, I mean, my NFL watch radar is kind of, kind of just unclear at this point. I, I, and I get that there's not been anybody that really knocks your socks off. That's supposed to maybe Bijou, yeah. the running back for Texas. He's pretty good. Um, and then you've got, we were supposed to see Smith and Jigba, right? Smith and Jigba was supposed to be like the all-star wide receiver out of Ohio state, uh, after last year's bowl game when he caught like three touchdowns for Ohio state and he, he's been hurt all year. So we, we don't get to watch him. And then we get, uh, Marvin Harrison's son. And I can't think of his first name. So I apologize. And Ohio state has his breakout year. So now he's working his way up. And then we get Wynn, the guy that your brother really liked out of Tennessee that destroyed mm-hmm. Alabama. And I'm like, yeah. man, it's it's always scary to see a wide receiver that just bolts up the board because he's fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, like those guys very rarely do good. But I, 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 I don't mean to throw that dead fish in your lap. It's just I start to get excited about the draft right now because my football team's terrible. And <laughs> as we get closer to the end of the show, your team is not terrible. 
And I want to talk about Geno Smith, and you guys are playing Tom Brady this week in Germany tomorrow. Just another chance to, to you know, talk more snack about my brother who's off living his best life in <laughs> Munich, Germany right now. He just happens to be attending the Seahawks game this weekend. So, you know. Your so brother. Your brother. He didn't even invite me. No, but he, he hits me up. Me. He hits me up, like, the Friday or something before he goes to Germany. Meanwhile, I've been in Crete, like, so that's Greece for everybody that doesn't know. I've been in Crete, it's just an island, for since Monday. And then he hits me up and goes, uh, are you in Crete? And I was like, you knew I was going to be in Crete. We've talked about this multiple times about why I couldn't join you in Germany, because I go from Crete to home to Netherlands. So that's why I couldn't go with you. But I'm thinking that, but I'm like, yeah, I'm in Crete. And he goes, oh, we're in the same country. Why don't you hop on a boat? And I'm like, Bitch, you're on vacation. I'm working. Why don't you get on a boat and come see me? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. I was like, you're not doing shit. Why don't you come see me? <laughs> That's your brother. Yeah. I mean, great. Great. <laughs> but anyway, Gino's outperforming all of our expectations, right? Gino's been really good this year. They... The Seahawks had the opportunity to go ahead and swap him out for, mm. you know, someone else while they were making all these plays with, you know, transferring Russell Wilson out. But Drew Lock. Really we all thought it was going to be Drew Lock. Right, but it's really good to see that you know he's. I think Geno Smith over the years has learned a lot to just you know he's just been kind of like sitting back, very quietly, kind of like collecting paycheck, you know, making it some garbage time snaps. Not really, you know, just kind of being humbled a little bit. You know, he was up here in college football world, worshipped a little bit. He gets uh-huh. drafted, you know, a little bit lower, and he kind of just bides his time. And, you know, a, almost a decade of doing that, he's turned out to just be a really mellow guy who's like, I'm just here to do my job. The one that now. you guys have been paying me for. for yeah. you know. And, uh Yeah. I, I think he's great. I think that, you know, his mellowed out attitude that he's had while sitting with the Seahawks for a while is just let him to be someone who's just a constant, continuous presence in the locker room that, you know, he's just been a good dude. He's been, it's kind of hard to bring someone in new who mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have like the whole view of what, what the team looks like. I mean, even though every year, of course, you're trading in new parts and stuff like that. And it's every year is going to be a little bit different in terms of team cohesion, but I think it was actually a good choice. It's not the most exciting or sexy choice for sure, Mm -hmm. but yeah, we were all making fun of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out that, yeah. I mean, maybe he's clearly surrounded by good players. And I think that there's a, case to be made that Russell Wilson wasn't Russell Wilson because he's Russ. It was because of everyone who was around him, including Pete Carroll, who is, I don't know. I just love that guy. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Cause I think he's the oldest coach in the NFL he is, he and is. he doesn't look like the oldest coach in the NFL. <laughs> no. um, so yeah, I'm with you. Gino hats off to him. He, he does just enough to not lose. He does exactly what is asked of him. And he goes out and wins. But when you say he's just a good dude, I wanted to make sure I said in Seattle because yeah. he did get his jaw broken by a teammate in New York. I meant, yeah. So I meant just kind of like 
in terms of being there, just being like yeah. consistent. I mean, you know, I, I don't know anything about his personal life or, you know, off the field, like what's going on. But in terms of what Seattle players and coaching staff have said about him, they've said he's just kind of like a very like mellow dude who's just like seems to kind of get along with everyone. Maybe that moment made him take like a back seat, <laughs> you know, and just shut up a little bit. I don't know if that was a teaching moment for him or if his teammate had anger issues. I don't know. Well, he's, he's, I can tell you the story in a bit, but we're running short on time. It, Did I get it completely wrong? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you about it. It's, it's not bad. Like, it's not like terrible. He didn't do anything gross or anything like that, but it's, it's, it's actually kind of a, it would be a funnier story if someone didn't get their jaw broken, but it is a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so after all that, we, we're about we're about done. So why don't we end it with what are you looking forward to most uh, at, from this weekend going into next week? Because we've got a lot of stuff coming up. I am looking forward to obviously a few college football games this week. I'm looking to see Oregon just beat the crap out of the Huskies because we hate the Huskies. Um, <laughs> the real rivalry. Yeah, the real, the actual rivalry. Um, also, just want to keep seeing the Blazers develop this season. They're doing unexpectedly really well. Um, have been just kind of quietly doing their own thing, and it's yeah. has been splashy, hasn't been flashy, but I love it. Just looking forward to that Munich game and seeing how well, the, <laughs> well, seeing how well the the sport is received in Germany. There's never been a game in Germany. It's before, huge. So. It's huge. So it'll um, be yeah, good to hear yeah. the, the post-game report from my brother if he ever makes it back since he's terrible at traveling. Like, if he doesn't lose his passport or break another shower door, <laughs> Please, go to the don't put that out into the universe. <laughs> <laughs> the shower door. Things that he has oh, done man. before. Um, yeah, no, it, it, as long as he makes it back, then we'll get the post-game report from someone who's on the ground, which will be pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, yes, piggybacking. Uh, I, I can't believe I just said that. Oh, I'll cut that. Uh, what you said was absolutely right about uh, the Portland Trail Blazers. I am not a Blazers fan. I'm a Warriors fan, but Damian Lillard is from the Bay Area, just like myself. He is from Oakland. So I, I do want to see that man get his credit someday. He's been so great yeah. for so long. Doesn't get any credit. Uh, context on the Germany fans. I will say that I know this because I've flown on multiple connections coming either from mm -hmm. Luxembourg during a game or from Nuremberg during the Denver Broncos Jacksonville game, or I flew in for the first game uh, that was played. I can't remember who played in that Minnesota Vikings, someone else in the first game in England. And I came right. in on a plane from the Netherlands and uh, the, it was packed with German fans, packed with German football fans. Mm -hmm. So we hope we can pack out our subscribers with sad fans. <laughs> Uh, from all over. And uh, thank you, Chelsea. I appreciate you making it. Uh, I said, of course. <laughs> oh, yes. We had some technical difficulties. We got it done. It will drop Saturday. So everything we were saying, we were gearing towards tomorrow as of Sunday. So tomorrow would be our Sunday. If you want to reach us, you can reach us at the Sad Fan Cast on Twitter. You could reach us at the Sad Fan Media Podcast Group on uh, YouTube. We're on Everywhere you listen to your uh, podcast, as far as Spotify is concerned, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, wherever you go, we're there. I promise. Thank you so much. <laughs> we'll see you next week.